Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're someone who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, certified life and weight mindset coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Live Life Podcast, episode number 151. Today, we're talking about getting more from 2024. Before we get started, though, I want to let you know that the Weight Mindset Coaching Experience, Overcoming Overeating and Emotional Eating, starts on Sunday, the 7th of January at 7pm UK time. You can find out more and register right now for the live classes, the workbook and replay access by going to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash Jan, J-A-N, and the number's 2-4. So with that, welcome to our first podcast episode of the year. I hope that you have had a good few weeks. If you celebrate Christmas, then I hope it has been all that you wanted it to be. Overall, I had a lovely Christmas. Like life, Christmas is always going to be an opportunity to feel a range of human emotions, not just the positive ones that we would like to have all of the time. But I am incredibly grateful that this year, Christmas Day itself was very memorable in that the cooking was really good fun with the four of us, myself, my husband and my two now grown up kids, all mucking in together to cook and take care of everyone. And I was also lucky enough to have quite a quiet period between Christmas and New Year. There was no family illnesses, which sometimes feels like a little bit of a rarity these days, but we had a really nice quiet break ahead of the new year. So what are your goals and dreams and desires for 2024? What would you love for yourself and your life? I think it's important to reflect and pause and ask yourself these questions. As always, as we start the new year, there are lots of social media posts about setting goals, about absolutely not setting goals to change in the new year because you're amazing as you are about maybe choosing intentions instead or resolutions all sorts of different ways and different approaches different people advocating for we must set goals other people advocating for we mustn't set goals I think it matters not so much what you do or don't do but I think what matters is the energy underpinning what you do or don't do. So you can set a resolution from a place of not accepting yourself or your life as it is and wishing or thinking that you or your life needs to be different in order to be happy. Or you can set a resolution from the place of loving yourself and your life and wanting them to be even better. And you can also choose to not set intentions and not take part in New Year's resolutions. And you can do that from a place of peace and loving what is or you can do it from a place of apathy and hopelessness. If you're a member of the Lose Weight Live Life Academy, you'll know that getting more from 2024 is not only the name of this podcast episode, but it's also the name of our monthly topic focus this month in January. If you're not in the Academy yet, why not join us and set yourself up for creating more of what you want and less of what you don't want this year? There are five taught classes alongside um, a workbook, daily work, prompts inside of the community, all are designed to guide and inspire you to create your best life. 
Each week you'll be supported as you explore what is important to you, have actionable strategies to help you create what you want, and you'll be encouraged to seek a deeper understanding of how you can live with more joy, more purpose and more fulfilment. And my intention is to help you feel empowered to reshape your future, simplify your life and rediscover the joy of being you. So why not join us? We've got monthly, annual and VIP membership all currently open right now. There are some great bonuses available. And if you'd like a little bit more information about the classes, this is what we are going to be covering. The first class is about rediscovering yourself. Now, this class took place earlier this week, so the replay is ready for you right now when you join. And what we did in this class is we peeled back the layers of how you go about looking at your life and rediscovering your passions and dreams that make your heart sing. In this class, you'll discover ways to find your deepest values and strengths, and you'll learn how to reconnect with the essence of who you are and start living aligned with your true self. Then the next class, which is happening next week, is about creating a vision for your future. It's about dreaming big and having a visual reminder that you can carry with you throughout the year. Then in our third class, we're going to be considering how we can simplify to amplify. This will be for you if you ever feel overwhelmed by the clutter of life. We're going to be exploring how to declutter and simplify so that you can amplify your joy and well-being you'll discover the liberating power of less is more and learn how to make room for what truly matters. In the fourth week of January, we have a class about embracing action and accountability. This is about creating a concrete plan to achieve your goals and learn strategies to stay on track. If you want to, you can partner up with other members of the Academy for Accountability. And this is about setting yourself up to help you build momentum as you take proactive steps towards your aspirations. And then in the final class of the month, we're going to look at cultivating inner happiness. You'll explore practices that nurture inner contentment, resilience and a positive mindset. And you'll get to learn how to cultivate a happy heart regardless of your external circumstances. So if you fancy doing this work alongside creating a relationship with food that you love, because of course that's the main focus of what we do inside of the Academy, so that you can lose your weight and manage it for life, please do come and join us. Check out all of the details at www.thebestyou.coach forward slash enroll. And as I said, if your priority right now is your weight and your food health, then you might like to know that the next Live Taught Food for Thought program, that is our 13-week live talk program that starts on Tuesday the 16th of January but the sooner you join the academy the more bonuses you're going to secure as a part of your enrollment. Okay so what I want to do right now then is share my top 10 tips for getting more from this year. So this will kind of feed into the work that we're doing inside of the academy but it's just sort of really me sharing my thoughts on different approaches and what I think is important to consider. So number one is creating the habit of appreciating yourself. This practice is about recognizing and valuing your own worth, your efforts and your journey. It is about seeing yourself through a lens of kindness and respect. Self-appreciation is acknowledging your own value, achievements and qualities. It's about giving yourself credit for your strengths and efforts and about treating yourself with the same compassion and respect that you would do for others that you love and appreciate. It's not about arrogance or self-indulgence. It's ultimately about recognizing your inherent worth. Now, as a woman in midlife, 
essentially the audience for my podcast, that's who I generally tend to speak to. If you're a woman in midlife, you are likely balancing numerous roles and responsibilities. And growing up, you might have been taught to modestly deflect praise or adhere to that sort of saying that children should be seen and not heard. You might have been taught to prioritise the needs of others above your own. Such ingrained teachings are very, very normal, and they're often reflective of broader societal norms and patriarchal expectations. And all of these together can make it challenging for us women in midlife to acknowledge and celebrate our own achievements and qualities, because we've kind of been steered away from doing that. However, these deep-seated beliefs might be subtly undermining your confidence and they might be deterring you from asserting your needs and ambitions. They might be holding you back from going after what you want in life. So I want you to sort of stop and pause and reflect on what a habit of self-appreciation might look like for you so that you can break free of a perpetual cycle of overlooking your own accomplishments and creating the well-being that you deserve as well. And yes, it's of course precisely because of these challenges that cultivating a habit of self-appreciation is crucial and we just don't do it. So many women I work with, this is quite an alien thing for them. But by actively recognising and valuing your contributions and qualities, you get to counteract these ingrained narratives and you get to reclaim your sense of self-worth. This act of self-recognition is not a one and done thing, done one and done, one and done thing. It is a ongoing journey and it is about combating societal norms. It's about affirming your individual journey accomplishments and it's about helping you to be resilient as well. It's also important to know that understanding, appreciating yourself does not diminish others, but rather enhances your capacity to contribute meaningfully to your life and the lives of those around you. So other things that are great about practicing self-appreciation, it boosts your self-esteem and overall well-being. It helps you recognize your accomplishments and strengths, and that in turn will empower you to take on new challenges with confidence. And as I said, it also fosters resilience, allowing you to bounce back from setbacks more effectively. When you appreciate yourself, you create this foundation of respect and love that not only influences your life, but influences the lives of those around you too. So the best time to start this practice is right now. Make it a daily ritual, whether it's in the morning when you wake up, during a break in your day or before you go to sleep. Take a few moments to reflect on what you appreciate about yourself. And it could be specific achievements or qualities or even just a way that you handle a difficult situation on a particular day. All right. Next then, number two, my tip is for appreciating your life okay so we want to really appreciate ourselves but we also want to create a habit of appreciating our lives and what we already have so in the midst of life's whirlwind it's easy to lose sight of the beauty in our everyday lives it's easy to lose sight of the value in our daily experiences especially when we're having a difficult time when we're faced with obstacles however If we have a way of being, a practice, a habit of appreciating our lives, then with all of its ups and downs, we find that even with those ups and downs, we can create greater contentment and resilience. Life appreciation is the conscious act of acknowledging and being grateful for your life's journey, including all of the challenges it has brought you. It involves recognising the lessons, growth and strength that come from difficult times, 
as well as the joy and beauty in the simple moments. The practice of appreciating life is something that's good to create as a habit so that you can lean into that practice when you're facing obstacles. And practicing life life appreciation shifts your focus from what's lacking to the abundance present in your life. This shift fosters positive emotions, reduces stress and enhances your overall well-being, better equip you to handle life's challenges. And appreciating your life even in the toughest times can also deepen your relationships with other people and with yourself as it encourages empathy and a shared sense of human experience. And just like with the habit of appreciating yourself, make appreciating your life a daily habit. So maybe recognise at least one thing you're grateful for each day, no matter how small, whether that is a moment of beauty, a lesson learned or an act of kindness. Take time to acknowledge what has gone on and to feel the positive emotion of that in your body. Number three is to be aware of asking yourself what you would love instead of thinking in terms of what you need or what you should have or do or create. Okay, we spend so much of our lives in what we must do, what we need, what we like create this like tense energy around everything. I want you to imagine shifting your perspective from a life of needs and shoulds to a life filled with loves and wants and desires. This is about you asking yourself what you would love to have, what you would love to be, how you would love to be, what you would love to do, what you would love to create in your life. And this practice involves regularly asking yourself, what would I love here? What would I love today? What would I love in 10 years time? Rather than what do I need today? What do I have to get done today? What should I do today? It's about tapping into your deep desires and dreams and allowing them to guide your choices and your actions. It's about aligning much more of your day to day with what you truly want. Okay. And asking yourself this question encourages you to explore your passions, your dreams, and the things that truly make your heart sing. And this is important because we're so often caught up in the treadmill of obligation and expectation. So if you've ever felt disconnected from your true desires, or you've been living to meet others' expectations at the expense of your own joy, or you've just not even paid attention to what you want for years or decades, this is going to be really important for you. And it's particularly important and particularly powerful if you've been feeling stuck or uninspired. So ask yourself, what would I love? And it will open up a world of possibilities. It will shift your focus from being in mere survival mode or from merely meeting societal expectations to thriving and creating a life filled with joy and fulfillment. This practice can lead to greater satisfaction and happiness as it aligns your life more closely with your true desires and values. It encourages you to dream bigger and bolder and to pursue paths that might have seemed unreachable when you were confined to the realms of shoulds and needs and musts. Okay, number four is about knowing the direction you're headed, but also focusing on how you show up each day. It's getting that balance right. It's about moving forwards towards that place you want to be, but getting the most from where you are in the present moment. So, of course, understanding the direction you're headed in, the direction you would love to go towards in life is pivotal. Yet it's equally important to focus on how you show up each day and make the most of the present while moving towards that direction. This is about living intentionally and mindfully with an eye on the future 
but your feet firmly planted in the here and now. Knowing your direction provides a sense of purpose and motivation. It's like setting the destination in your life's GPS. However, the journey towards that destination is where life actually happens. And focusing on your daily actions, attitudes and choices ensures that the path you're walking is as fulfilling as the destination you're aiming for. It's about enjoying the journey, learning from each step and growing as you go. And that has never been more important than when you're working at losing weight. This is important for you to consider if you find yourself constantly fixated on future goals or past regrets, often at the expense of living or being in the present. Again, this is so important when it comes to weight loss. Don't fix yourself on that desired number that you want to be on the scale or constantly be berating yourself for weight that you rejoined, regained after you lost it. Going back to thinking about this in terms of 2024, do you have a vision for your future, but know that you'll benefit by being reminded of the power now? Consider how you can balance your aspirations with a deep and meaningful appreciation of everyday life. By focusing on how you show up each day, you cultivate a quality of presence that enriches your life and the lives of those around you. Do not wait to lose weight to enjoy and appreciate your life. This approach leads to better decision making as you're more attuned to the current moment and can navigate choices with clarity and intention. It will reduce anxiety and stress as you're not constantly living in the future or in the past, but you're engaging deeply with the now and it will make the journey towards your goals more joyable and more sustainable. And you won't really see that for yourself until you do it, but then I promise you, you will. Okay, and as I was saying, if you consider this in relation to your weight loss journey, as we did the first class in the Academy, the first Getting More from 2024 class, we noticed the numerous parallels between how we were thinking about our life in general and the skills that would help us live our best lives and the skills that members in the Academy have already learned to support them as a part of their weight loss journey. Those skills are totally transferable from one part of your life to the next. Okay. Number five, then, is your reminder that nothing is more important than you prioritizing your physical and emotional health. Okay, we have to have this one in here. Your physical and emotional health is the foundation upon which all other aspirations can be built. It's the core of a fulfilling and sustainable life. Your physical and emotional well-being is the cornerstone of every endeavor you undertake. Without your health, without your health, without your ability to achieve a joy and sustain your goals, is significantly compromised. Prioritizing health means more than just avoiding illness. It's about a state of well-being that enhances your capacity to enjoy life, overcome challenges, and achieve what matters most to you. Prioritizing your physical and emotional health is an investment with the highest returns. Physically, when you're well, you're strong, more energetic, and more resilient to stress and illness. Emotionally, Good health contributes to a positive outlook, sharper mental capabilities, and a more robust capacity to cope with challenge. So as you contemplate your goals for 2024, please let the well-being of your body and mind lead the way. Remember, in the grand scheme of your aspirations and dreams, your health is the most precious asset that you have. Okay, then. So moving on to number six. This is about creating a better relationship with yourself. So this is linked to self-appreciation, but it is much more than that. It delves much deeper, 
exploring the intricate landscape of your mind, your thoughts and your beliefs. And it's about understanding how these elements profoundly impact your emotional well-being and daily feelings. A relationship with yourself is the most enduring relationship you'll have. It's how you talk to yourself. It's about understanding your emotions and it's about perceiving your capabilities and worth. It's about being both the speaker and the listener of your inner dialogue. Now, improving this relationship means cultivating a deep and compassionate understanding of your thoughts, your motivations, your needs and your desires. It's about recognising your habitual thought patterns and emotional responses and gently guiding them towards more nurturing and affirmative ones. Again, all of this is work that we really dive deep with regards to your relationship with food in the Food for Thought programme. So if you've been in the academy a little while, then you will already know so much of this that you will will be very natural and easy for you to apply it as you think about what you want for you in 2024. So focusing on your relationship with yourself may be for you if you've ever felt at odds with your inner dialogue or if you've struggled to understand and regulate your emotions. This is for you if you seek a more harmonious, supportive and loving inner world. So regardless of your past or current circumstances, everyone can benefit from and deserves a better relationship with themselves. And a healthy relationship with yourself is fundamental to all other aspects of your life. Your thoughts and beliefs can lift you up or bring you down. They can propel you forward or hold you back. They affect how you perceive and interact with the world. By understanding and shaping these things, you can significantly improve your emotional well-being, resilience and overall satisfaction with life. You'll find that with a better relationship with yourself, you're more equipped to handle challenges, build healthier relationships and pursue your goals with confidence. Number seven is about embracing a practice of lifelong learning. So as you navigate through midlife, learning and engaging your brain is not just an activity, it is, I think, a vital part of living a fulfilled life. This period of your life offers a unique opportunity to explore, grow and cultivate a rich mental landscape that not only enhances your daily experience, but also supports your overall well-being. So this is for you if you're in the midst of midlife and looking to enrich your life with depth, purpose and vitality. So whether you're feeling stagnant or maybe just eager to expand your knowledge and skills, Embracing lifelong learning is beneficial, okay? It could be for you if you value personal growth, if you are seeking to maintain a youthful, agile mind as well, this will massively help you. Engaging in lifelong learning during midlife has several benefits. It stimulates neural plasticity, helping to preserve and improve cognitive functions. It can also provide a sense of achievement and personal satisfaction, enhance self-esteem, and it can open you up to new possibilities for social and professional engagement. Moreover, learning new things can help ward off feelings of stagnation and boredom, contributing to a more dynamic and fulfilling life. And here are just a few ways that you can adopt a practice of lifelong learning. You can explore new interests. You can take up hobbies or subjects that intrigue you, whether it's learning a musical instrument, a new language, painting, or maybe something more traditionally educational, such as an art history class, or a course on biohacking. Choose activities that excite and challenge you. Enroll in courses or workshops, whether online or in your community. Many places, many organisations offer a range of classes designed 
for those of us at this stage in our life that we're currently in, not just classes for those of us in our teens and 20s. Also considering making reading a regular part of your routine, dive into books, articles or documentaries on various topics. And then consider what about travel and culture? What might you want to engage with while traveling that will also benefit you with the associated learning? By committing to lifelong learning, you're not just filling your mind with knowledge, you're actively shaping a more engaged, dynamic and fulfilling life. You're proving that your time of life is not a time to slow down, but one in which you have the opportunity to flourish. Okay then. So number eight is about connecting with others. Community and friendship are not just a social nicety. They are a crucial aspect of living a rich and fulfilling life. Community and friendship provide a sense of belonging, shared experience and mutual support. These connections offer laughter, understanding and a shoulder to lean on. They are the sounding boards for your ideas, cheerleaders for your successes, and they can provide you comfort in moments of doubt. Beyond emotional support, communities and friends can inspire you, challenge you and expose you to new perspectives and experiences. Proactively creating friendship and community is something you may wish to focus on if you've been feeling isolated or disconnected. In the hustle of daily life, it's easy to neglect your social connections, but the truth is that everyone needs a sense of community. Whether you're introverted or extroverted, whatever your age, your human spirit thrives on meaningful connection with others. Nurturing friendships and community ties will significantly enhance your quality of life. Okay, Social connections are known to boost mental and physical health. They reduce the risk of loneliness, depression, and even certain physical ailments. They provide a sense of security and increase your capacity for empathy and understanding. And in needs, times of need or crisis, a strong community acts as a vital support network. So what are some ways in which you can create and nurture new connections? Well, you can engage in community activities. So participate in local events, clubs or groups that align with your interests. Volunteering is also a great way to meet people and give back. Often just being open and approachable. A smile, a friendly greeting can be all that it takes to spark a conversation and a connection. And so be open to meeting new people and be the one to initiate conversations. Make an effort to keep in touch with friends and family, those existing relationships. Regular checking in with them, whether through a call or text or meeting up, will help to keep those relationships strong. Host and attend social gatherings. Create your own opportunities for interaction. And also be a good listener and supporter. So so show genuine interest in others' lives, listen to their stories, celebrate their successes and offer support during tough times. Creating community and friends is about weaving a network of support, joy and shared experience. Okay then, so what about number nine? So number nine is about cultivating inner peace. So in the midst of life's constant noise and demands, cultivating inner peace is not a luxury. It's an essential element of your well-being and a crucial aspect of living a balanced, fulfilling life. Inner peace is that serene harmony that resides within you, a state of calmness and contentment that allows you to move through life with clarity and grace. Inner peace is a state of mental and emotional calmness with periods of no anxiety, stress or worry. Notice I say periods of them. We're not aiming for consistent inner peace all of the time. It means your mind is quiet, and you're in that state of harmony and balance. It's the quiet confidence that no matter what life throws your way, you have the strength and clarity to cope with it. Inner peace is a deep sense of knowing and contentment, regardless of the external circumstances in your life. 
And in today's fast-paced world, everyone can benefit from greater periods of peace and tranquility. And as I said, it's especially important if you're navigating through times of change or facing challenges. Inner peace is the foundation of your mental and emotional health. With inner peace, your relationships improve, your productivity increases and your overall health benefits. It allows you to make decisions from a place of clarity and purpose rather than reacting impulsively to life's challenges. Cultivating inner peace leads to a deeper understanding of yourself and a more compassionate view of the world around you. The quest for inner peace is a continuous journey that can be sought at any moment of the day. Whether in times of turmoil or during calm periods, it's always the right time to seek serenity and balance. And making it a daily practice helps you to maintain a peaceful state of mind, even in the face of life's inevitable ups and downs. You can create and cultivate moments of inner peace through mindfulness and meditation to quiet your mind and reduce anxiety. Focus on your breath or a mantra to center your thoughts and find calmness. You can create moments of inner peace through connecting with nature, through simplifying your life. Simplifying our lives helps to reduce stress and create space for peace to grow. And you can also help yourself by letting go of control, by accepting that some things are beyond your control. Letting go reduces stress and opens you up to experiencing more peace. By valuing and seeking inner peace, you're not withdrawing from the world, but instead you are empowering yourself to engage with it more fully, compassionately and effectively. And so the number 10 is about exploration and adventure. So embarking on exploration and adventure is about stepping out of your comfort zone embracing the unknown and experiencing life in ways you never imagined, whether it's through travel, trying new activities, or simply adopting a mindset of curiosity. Incorporating exploration and adventure into your life can significantly enhance your well-being and perspective. Exploration and adventure involves seeking out new experiences, learning about different cultures, challenging yourself in new environments. It's all about being open to the unfamiliar and finding joy in the journey of discovery. These experiences can range from physical adventures like hiking a mountain or learning to scuba dive to more intellectual or creative pursuits like delving into a new field of study or art. This could be something you want to focus on if you've ever felt stuck in a routine or are yearning for a change. It's for you if you feel drawn towards the unknown and have a desire to experience more of what life has to offer. Incorporating exploration and adventure into your life brings numerous benefits. It stimulates your mind, exposes you to new ideas and perspectives. It can boost your creativity and problem-solving skills by pushing you to think in new ways. Adventures can also be incredibly rejuvenating, breaking the monotony of daily life and kind of rekindling your zest for living. Moreover, these experiences often lead to personal growth as you overcome challenges and expand your understanding of yourself and the world. So what is your time for adventure? It's not in five or 10 years or when you retire. What if it is now? Life is unpredictable and waiting for the perfect, in inverted commas, moment often means missing out on opportunities. Start small if you need to, but start somewhere. Every day offers a chance to explore something new, even in your own town or village, country area. Okay, so that is it. Those are my 10 things. My suggestions for some things you may want to think about and take action on in 2024. And as I say that, I actually just want to say one more thing. And that is to consider that there is no comfort in your comfort zone. 
Whilst your comfort zone appears safe and familiar, it often becomes a stagnant place where your potential is unzapped and personal growth is limited and that leaves you feeling dissatisfied and restless and wanting more. The opposite of comfortable. So your comfort zone is a kind of behavioural space where your activities and behaviours fit a routine and pattern that minimise stress and risk. And it provides a state of mental security. So you benefit in obvious ways, being in your comfort zone, regular happiness, low anxiety, reduced stress. But the reality is that often we are in our comfort zone and still experiencing all of those. And that's because staying exclusively within our comfort zone can lead to complacency, routine, as I said, eventual dissatisfaction. As deep down, we realise the potential and growth and adventure that we have is being ignored. Now, this may be something for you to consider if you've ever felt you're going through the motions, living each day similarly to the last. If you maybe have an inkling that something more profound, more thrilling and more fulfilling is out there waiting for you, it may be particularly poignant for you if you feel your inner voice is nudging you towards a dream or goal that seems just out of reach due to the perceived comfort of the status quo. One of the challenges with our comfort zone is that it's so familiar to us, we kind of don't see it. We're kind of blind to it. It's a bit like a goldfish in a bowl. The goldfish doesn't see the bowl because it's not aware of what's outside of the bowl. That's the goldfish's comfort zone. And I'm not suggesting we take goldfish out of their bowl. But what I'm saying is that whilst the comfort zone promises ease and safety, it's often a misleading haven where true fulfillment and happiness are just out of reach. So growth, innovation and true satisfaction lie just beyond the borders of our comfort zone. And when we step into our stretch zone, we open ourselves up to new experiences and challenges that whilst they might be uncomfortable at first, ultimately lead to increased self-esteem, self-discovery, capabilities, things that we love and enjoy and that make us feel alive. It's outside of your comfort zone where you learn the most about yourself and what you're capable of achieving. Okay, I think that's everything. So I've shared what I wanted to say to you today. If you would like to do more on this topic with daily exercises to help you apply this, these concepts to your life, then we're working on that in the month of January in the Lose Weight Live Life Academy. So if you want 2024 to be the year you lose and learn how to manage your weight for life, as well as setting yourself up for an amazing year, do come and join us in the Lose Weight Live Life Academy. You can find out more at www.thebestyou.coach forward slash enroll. Alternatively, I've got some private coaching slots opening up. So if you're interested in coaching privately with me, and again, you get to work on what you want to work on. So losing weight, your relationship with food, or you get to work on your life or your relationship with yourself or all three of them, then go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash private to find out more, schedule a time for us to chat and we can talk more about that. Okay, so that is it for today. I want to wish you an amazing year and I look forward to talking to you next week. All right, take care. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honoured to have you join the Lose Weight Live Life Academy membership and coach with me. The programme offers different levels of support to suit you, including self-paced learning, twice-weekly calls, private coaching, an amazingly caring community and lots more. Find out all the details about when and how you can join at www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching.